G'day and welcome to episode one of our Great Rides of New Zealand series brought to you by Motormark. If you've been out on any of these rides, don't forget your Motormark. No elbow grease required. It's your no effort cleaner. See motormark.co.nz or ask for it from your local motorcycle retailer. Hey, just before we get into this week's show, I thought I'd give you a bit of an overview of the tracks and roads that we're going to be visiting in this week's show. This week we're going to be visiting the Forgotten World Highway, State Highway 42, 42 Traverse and Fisher's Track. The Forgotten World Highway is built on an old colonial bridle path formed in the late 19th century. Forgotten World Highway is a remote and mysterious 150km stretch of highway from Stratford in Taranaki to Tamaranui in the South King Country. A bit upsy and downsy is how one local resident put it, a classic New Zealand understatement to describe a road that hugs the rugged contours of the land to provide a natural roller coaster experience. There's also a tunnel and a stretch of about 12 kilometres of gravel. The 42nd Traverse is known as one of the best adventure rides in the North Island. Also known as 42 Traverse is a 46 kilometre stretch of multi-use track that travels through the Tongariro Forest Conservation Area on the western side of Mount Ruapehu, slap in the middle of the North Island of New Zealand. Named after a forest which was originally called State Forest 42, the 42nd Traverse includes the spectacular Canyon Valley, a wide cleft of earth that offers remarkable views to volcanoes. This premium subalpine New Zealand ride is renowned for its long downhill sections and varied surfaces. The track surfaces are often rutted with gravel and mud, stream crossings and uphills. The views from the volcanic plateau are phenomenal, including several mountains that feature in the Lord of the Rings movies. The spectacular scenery will distract you from the uphill sections, which can be quite tough as you travel through the magnificent vistas beside three volcanoes and unspoilt bush. If you're riding the 42nd Traverse between the 1st of December and the 30th of April, then beware, there are four-wheel drives accessing the land, and it's open each summer, you may encounter vehicles coming in the opposite direction. The trail is best ridden from State Highway 47, starting at Kapoor's Road Car Park, to Orfongal. In this direction, the trail starts at an altitude of 910 metres and finishes at 395 metres, but there are several large climbs of up to 380 metres in one go. Be wary around stream crossings, especially after rainfall. Due to the large catchment, the streams and rivers can rise rapidly. And this week we'll be finishing on Fisher's Track. Ending at the National Park Railway Station, Fisher's Track is mostly uphill with spectacular scenery. The 17km track could be classed as single track for the majority, but offers breathtaking views of Mount Ruapehu, Narahoe and Tongariro. That's a bit of an overview of the tracks we'll be visiting in this week's episode, so without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name's Ray Heron and welcome to the first of our Great New Zealand Summer Rides series. 
I'm just standing in my garage in the pouring rain the day before we head off on our first epic road trip. <sighs> and it's raining. And it's so depressing. But by now you'll know my new bike. It is the Yamaha Tenere 700. I've done a few modifications to it. And later in the show we'll be catching up with, of course, uh, editor of KR Magazine, Ben Wilkins. Um, Matthew Day Gillett on Rosie the Rally. And possibly a few of the other... Uh, KR members as well of course KR is bigger than just a podcast and all those people that help make the magazine happen behind the scenes so the Tenere 700 has a few modifications as I mentioned Um, we've got the Ventura Evo pack rack system on the back and I've got my choice of the small, medium or large packs to, to go on the back and I'm thinking about taking the middle size one I've used the big one, the big one's absolutely huge, and I've used the big one for trips before, namely the, uh, the, the, the tour of duty with the Duke. Um, I, had the, I had all my motocross gear in the, in the bag because we were going up to ride those, uh, those fantastic Beta RR bikes. Um, so I know I can get a lot of stuff in there, but the problem with having space for a lot of stuff, I find you end up taking a lot of stuff you don't need. So I'm thinking about limiting myself to the, there's a little spider in me bag. I'm thinking about limiting myself to the Ventura Jetstream. I think it's the Jetstream 30, not entirely sure off the top of my head, but it's quite sizable. Uh, it's the pack actually that I had on the back of the BMW for the, um, for the GS Rally NZ. And I managed to get my wet weather gear, uh, camera, a bunch of other stuff in there for that. Uh, and realistically, uh, we're going away for this adventure ride. We're go- I'm going to be away overnight, one night. So what do you need? Socks, jocks, some wet weather gear, camera, maybe room for a bottle of water. So hopefully that pack will be enough. Um, oh, the rain's coming down heavier now. Other modifications to the Tenere 700 from our friends, our new friends at Outback Motor Tech. Uh, we have a brand new crash bar system and a very solid and quite spick and span looking in black uh, skid plate, which I have installed and there'll be a video of the installation coming out in the near future. Um, If it's not out already, of course. The interesting thing about the installation, me being me, stupid me, um, one of the bars I actually put on backwards and was fouling on the exhaust. So there's a wee mark where it was fouling, but otherwise, uh, and if I was paying more attention, I would have picked up on it, my my own fault on that one. The Outback Motortech crash bars are super solid. Not only do they give you somewhere to hang your auxiliary lights or mount a camera, but you've got um, heaps of protection so you keep your shiny side shiny. Um, so looking forward to testing that out. I have been out on one little excursion through the Akatarawas um, from Upper Hutt towards Kapiti Coast and uh, a few dongs as uh, branches connected with the skid plate. You can definitely hear when things hit that. It's a bit like a bell. Dong. But not very impressed. Uh, Going to be rocking the... Quad lock with vibration dampener uh, attached to the handlebars. Um, and that might be about it. So we've got the skid plate, we've got the crash bars, we've got the quad lock, we've got the Ventura tail pack system. 
And that's about all I've done to the bike. Apart from that, it's got a full tank of 98, and uh, everything else is factory. Factory handguards. I might have to tighten them up a little bit. Yeah, looking forward to rocking this bike. Uh, and, and just got to hope, fingers crossed, that the rain comes down. Uh, I'm not a massive fan of riding in the rain, although I've got, you know, a lot of wet weather gear to ride in the rain, but it's just not fun. And you can probably hear it in the background. It's hammering down on the tin roof of my garage right now. So welcome along to the Summer Series Kiwi Rider Podcast, Great Rides of New Zealand. Got to say a massive thank you to Muddermuck. Uh, they've come on board, sponsored the series, given us some Muddermuck goodies to give away, and of course given us some Muddermuck to clean our bikes when we get uh, back from what's bound to be a dirty, dirty trip. Hopefully uh, it's a, a dusty trip, not a muddy trip, but we'll soon find out. Ride number one of the Great Rides of New Zealand we've chosen... We are heading to the 42nd Traverse. So tomorrow, bright and early, I'll be getting up and I'll be heading up to Stratford. I'm going to ride the Forgotten World Highway in the opposite direction to which we did it a year or two ago. Um, apparently, it's still gravel, even though NZTA was supposed to tarmac it, but I think COVID kicked in there. And then we're going to meet up with the rest of the KR team in Tomaranui and do a few more treks. Uh, have a few beers, have a bit of a sleep, wake up bright and early the next morning, and then we are going to tackle the 40-second reverse, as long as this rain comes down. Anyway, that's about that. I will bring you more from the road bright and early tomorrow morning. Well, good morning, superstars. It is uh, 5 to 5 on uh, a Monday morning, and it is, unfortunately, raining. Against all weather forecasts that I read, it is raining. And so uh, it is with uh, a little bit of uncertainty that I don the motorcycle gear. I was kind of hoping that I wouldn't even need the wet weather gear, to be fair, but no, it's already on, and we are about to uh, get on the road. The sun has not started rising yet. It's pitch black out there. Um, I'm going to be wearing my standard, Hivik Titanium R gear uh, the Risha Rain stretch gear over top uh, cranking out the LS2 Pioneer Evo with uh, Senna 50R for a bit of uh, sounds on the way up because of course I'm the only one that lives south of the Bombays well not south of the Bombays but south south of the of the North Island so a bit of music to get to Tomaranui um, and I better get cracking actually because Time is marching on, and I've got a long way to ride before I meet everyone at 11.30 in Tamaranui. So we're heading from here up the Kapiti Coast, up to Stratford, and then the adventure starts, in my mind anyway. Let's get cracking. All right, so it's just gone quarter to seven. The sun is up. My golly gosh, we had a uh, a rather damp start to the ride uh, getting out of Wellington. The rain was hammering down, so I was in Upper Hart. I went over the Haywards uh, and out to Plymouthton. Still raining. And then the sun, well, the, 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 the sky started to lighten up, which was beautiful. And, of course, uh, then you could see where the clouds were. And right around Paraparaumu, the, uh, the, the, the sky just cleared. And now I'm, uh, where am I? I'm in Sanson, in beautiful blue sky. Clouds off towards Palmerston North. Uh, the sun has risen. Uh, it, it's a little bit warm, the sun, that is. Uh, air temperature's still 9 degrees and chilly. Yeah, just off for gas in Sanson, and uh, my right hand's getting quite cold. Of course, the left hand I can take off the bars, but the right, I uh, probably need to adjust the uh, the hand guards and just get a little bit more wind off that right hand. 
But bike's going well. Just put 10 litres in in Sanson. And now we're going to bail on through to uh, Stratford, at least, I think. Get to Stratford. Maybe get gas in Stratford. And then carry on and do the Forgotten World Highway. And then meet up with the rest of the KR team in Tomaranui. Righto, back on the road now. Oh, she's a chilly old morning. It is, what is it? Six past eight. Just stopped in Partia for a quick uh, pit stop. Uh, the wind picked up around, um, around well, just after Whanganui, actually. The left-hand wind, the uh, blowing from the south straight up through the wind farm and everything. And uh, that's definitely put a chill on things. I'm looking forward to, uh, to getting to something a little bit more twisty, a little more active than um, state highway riding. But yes, Partia, famous for, of course, the Partia Maldi Club and that song Poye. Uh, and that's where I am right now. I'm going to barrel through to Stratford now. Um, I'm standing in sunshine, a bit of blue sky above me, but there's definitely some big black clouds around and uh, slightly north of here it looks rather damp. So let's hope that we don't see any more dampness because it's chilly, it's cold. Oh, Right, let's carry on. Hey, 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 we've made it to Stratford. The sun is shining, a few tufty white clouds off to the south and east. Breeze is still persistent and it's cold. It's gone down to uh, 12 degrees, but the sun peeking through is nice and toasty, which is outstanding. Um, what can I tell you? 150 k's from here to Tomaranui via the Forgotten World Highway. It's uh, it's longer than I, than I remember. Um, and Google reckons two and a half hours. I've got exactly two hours to do it. So, uh, holy crap, let's get into it, eh? Oh, we're 65 k's in and we've made it to the Whangamamana Hotel. And what a gorgeous day it's turned out to be. Nice and toasty. Uh, it's about 15 degrees. I've seen probably three spots of rain between Stratford and Whangamamana, but I've seen some absolutely epic roads. Uh, of course, last time we did this road, uh, a year and a half, two years ago, uh, I was going the opposite direction. Um, some awesome saddles. Again, couldn't stop to take photos because I was enjoying the road so much. Uh, Going to stick the camera on the bike for this next section, which I believe takes us from here through to the tunnel, 10Ks of gravel, 12Ks of gravel, 87Ks from here through to uh, Tomaranui and uh, then we'll be stopping for a bite of lunch. I'm a bit famished. After starting at 5 o'clock this morning, it's now two minutes to ten i've been on the road for a very very long time but really enjoying it it's a really good ride nice and nice and warm uh, at this point gotta say a massive thank you to motormark for coming on board for our uh, great rides of new zealand series uh, motormark we've got some giveaways uh, to give away on the social medias so jump on facebook and hit that like button on the kiwi rider podcast page and you'll be kept up to date with how, when, and where we're giving those uh, Motormark prize packs away. Well, I guess I'll get back on the road. Talk to you again soon. Well, that was uh, Forgotten World Highway. Beautiful conditions today. Dry. Obviously, it rained overnight, so they kept a lot of the dust down. The road had been well used and swept, so there wasn't any deep, loose gravel. Really enjoyed that. Um, Google Maps said it was going to take two and a half hours, which I was surprised at. Uh, ended up taking two and a half hours, exactly, uh, from Stratford to Tomaranui. Caught up with the team in Tomaranui and uh, had a bite to eat. 
and then we embarked on a few more Ks. I couldn't tell you where we went, but we did a lot of gravel. Wow, what a day. It is now 9 o'clock at night. The sun is setting. We've just been treated to a spectacular light show of the setting sun shining across Mount Rapehu and it was absolutely magical. Uh, I am in National Park of all places. National Park. Um, I have never spent much time here. I've driven past once or twice but she's a She's a beautiful area of the country, that's that's for sure. Um, did a few roads, uh, gravel roads from Tomaranui. Um, went and did the trail that the uh, Tenere 700 Tour did, as well as the KTM Adventure Rally recently. Um, really, really fun. The bike is handling it well. Of course, I'm riding the Tenere 700. Um, it's it's just eating up the gravel. It's spinning up the rear a little bit, not as quite as much gra- grip as some of the guys running knobblies, but you expect that with uh, with the sort of tires that are on it. Still running the Pirelli Scorpions. I had an absolutely massive day. Now I am really looking forward to bed. Uh, 4.30 start this morning on the road by 5 through to Stratford. Rain all the way through to um, to, to Paraparaumu and then just cold wind, man. Apparently this, there was snow on the mountain overnight last night. Three degrees when they woke up this morning here in National Park. Uh, it's quite cool outside and the wind is blowing. Uh, but luckily we've got this stunning uh, Airbnb type place with uh, three heat pumps and a whole lot of beds so um, I think that's what I'm going to go and do now I'm going to go hit the sack and then tomorrow we're going to continue with our, uh, our our roads our bucket list rides of New Zealand thanks very much to Motomuck if you've had a dirty weekend or you've managed to get your bike dirty toys as well uh, do check out motomuck.co.nz that's where you can pick up some of the uh, fantastic magical pink liquid spray that on your bike crack a beer once you've finished that beer get the water blaster or the hose out and you're not going to be uh, you're not going to know yourself that that vehicle that toy whatever you're cleaning is going to be incredibly clean and you've had to do no elbow grease you've had to do no work really to get it clean and that's exactly what I'm going to be doing once I get home but uh, tomorrow it's going to be 40 seconds reverse we're going to do some water crossings we're going to get the bikes nice and grubby and then I'm going to be riding home tomorrow so um, I will catch you bright and early tomorrow morning Oh, is he still drinking? Sorry. All right, so we woke up at, what is it, Tuesday morning? Tuesday it's Tuesday morning. Yeah. It is Tuesday morning. Um, sitting around a table having breakfast. Uh, voice you've heard before. We've got uh, Ben. Hey, how are you? And, um, and introduce yourselves, gentlemen. What do you, what's your name and, and, and what do you write? We've got Noel here. He's going to be on a DR350 today. And? And Dean, I'm on an XR600R. And you guys are our guides this morning. Um, Dean, you're a local. I am a local. National Park local. Um, but not born and bred. New, I'm a new local down here. Um, we're going to go off and do the 40 second traverse and uh, another road that I. It's another road. I don't know where we're going. Um, but uh, how long has it been since you did the 40 second? It's two years actually since I've done the 40 second, but I have done it a few times and it's great fun. And then we're going to do Fisher's Track, which is my favourite, which will finish off back to National Park. Nice. Um, and Noel, what's, what's, your, what's your kind of riding uh, history? 
History. Oh, crikey. Ex-road bike boy that has done a few adventure rides over the years, but I haven't done a lot of off serious off-roading, so uh, this will be this will be fun today, and hence the DR350 rather than my normal larger mount. Yeah, I was going to say that's a small small kind of more engine. What, what do you usually ride? Uh, an F800GS, which got some uh, a good workout on Fisher's track yesterday, which uh, was a heck of a lot of fun, to be fair, but uh, the 40 seconds a different animal, and Dean happened to have one of these uh, little Suzuki DR350s in his uh, collection, so it was uh, it was a perfect opportunity to use it. Noel also rides the um, BMW uh, Airhead. Uh, what's it called, Von Trigger? Von Trigger, yes, yes. He's magazine uh, a little while ago. He's reasonably famous. Von Trigger is an R80 GS, G slash S, so one of the very early ones. And, uh, yeah, he didn't come down for the trip. He's having a little bit of, uh, bit of time out. Well, um, I don't know uh, what, what Ray said so far, but um, everyone here has got uh, a connection with Kiwi Rider, both new and old. Um, both these guys, Noel and Dean, uh, they're brothers who've had a long history with Kiwi Rider. So um, they're going to be sort of our entertainment and guides uh, for the day here. So we've just had breakfast. What, what do we have for breakfast? I had a breakfast burger, which was rather tasty, bacon and hash browns. Ah, oh, I had the eggs benny with spinach and feta, which was really, really good. Oh, nice. And I uh, had the very nice poached eggs on sourdough with a side of bacon. Lovely. And where, where, where are we? The Macrocarpa Cafe, um, which kind of also has ties to, well, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. My son's behind the counter here selling, and he's, he's actually wearing a Kiwi Rider shirt today while he's serving, which is great. He is. I walked in here yesterday and grabbed something to eat, and he goes, oh, how was the ride? I was like, how do you know what I've been doing? And then I come in here this morning, he's wearing a KR T-shirt, which we only got last night. <laughs> it's a small town. <laughs> <laughs> so, 40 Second Traverse, uh, let's get into it, eh? Yep, yep, I'm ready to go. Just about. Just going 9.35, hitting the track at 10 o'clock, uh, 40 second traverse, and look what the cat dragged in. Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> Good. Nice to see you in person again. Yeah, Rosie the Rally and Matt have just arrived in National Park. How was your ride down, and what time did you get away? Um, got away at, oh, it would have been quarter to seven, so I was actually on time for once in my plans. G'day, Veggie. And, um, yeah, no, it was... A decent ride down. Um, not so bad when you're not trying to keep up with a MTO7 and all that kind of stuff. So, ho, yeah. ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. Happy Christmas and no all that. fucking no. <laughs> what, we what was the temperature like on the way down? Um, cold, getting colder. <laughs> Got my thermal liner in my jacket. I thought that would be a good idea. Put on a long sleeve shirt and, um, yeah, no, nah, it was... I was kind of regretting not bringing my... Um, Winter gloves with me when I got over the hill and saw the mountain for the first time. Yeah, there's a little bit of snow up there at the moment. Um, the, the general vibe seems to be, and I was talking to Ben about this earlier, um, thermal liners out of your jacket. Decent uh, polyprop liner, I've got a T-shirt on, and then no thermal liner because 40 seconds going to get hot. Oh, all right, I might pop that out then. Just, uh. If you've got room to take it, he reckons take it, or take a waterproof overcoat. But, yeah, um, what, what are you rocking? What gear have you got on uh, Rosie? Um, on Rosie, just got the new, uh, oh, what are they? The Shinko E804805 tyres, uh, put on specially for this and our trip uh, in January. Um, not bad, actually. And, um, yeah, got a new Christmas present, got a GV tool roll bag. Uh, that needs tightening down. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're um, travelling pretty light. Um, not much not much gear. Oh, I've got a whole um, 
forty liter roll bag that I've squirrelled away inside. Ah, you've already you've already uh, you've already uh, unloaded. I have. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, there you go. That's that's not going to come off. Um, yeah. So I thought I'd just whip that off. I didn't put the panniers on for that exact reason because didn't want to have to stuff around pulling stuff off. Because <laughs> um, you have to pull the seat off to get my panniers off, which is not ideal if you want to be quick. But um, yeah, just a little bit of a fiddle here and there. I think I just burnt my knuckle on my exhaust. <laughs> and Rosie's ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll. Right. Well, I think we're gearing up. We'll get into it very shortly. Well, it's just gone five to eleven, and we've uh, we've made it from the accommodation, gone out and got gas. We've done all that normal stuff, and we've done oh. I'm going to say 10 k's of the 40 second traverse. I've had an absolute ball so far, apart from fiddling with our uh, communications devices, which has been a slightly annoying. Matt, how are you going? I'm freaking loving this, man. That's awesome. First proper trail ride on Rosie. Uh, haven't fallen over yet. Yet. I had a moment. We stopped uh, about five minutes up the track. Everyone stopped. I put the thing in neutral, turned the key off, then everyone went. So I turned the thing on, revved it. I was in neutral, almost <laughs> dropped the bike. <laughs> Didn't see that. That would have been good to catch on camera. Um, man, it's, this is awesome fun, though. Like, I'm not enjoying those um, sections where there's all the logs strewn across oh, yeah. the road to, like, help flatten it out or something. I'm not liking those. Mostly because I'm absolutely paranoid that I'm going to bottom out and rip my sump plug out because it hangs out that little bit longer since um, I broke it. So Let's talk about the spot we've come to. Um, one of the guys, I think it might have been Dean, I'm not sure, was saying he found the spot. He's never found it since. Uh, it's probably oh, 50 metres off the main track. And if you went too far, you'd fall off a cliff into a 100 metre drop. Oh, yeah, I pulled right up. And then I looked down and I was like, ooh, yeah, and sort of rolled back a wee bit. Nice. So we've come to a cliff. We're looking east at uh, Narahoe. Uh, Tongariro, or the other way around, and Ruapehu. It's a gorgeous blue sky day, a few tufty clouds, and we're on a cliff overlooking bush and nothingness. Honestly, man, it's just spectacular, isn't it? It's one And of those... photos won't do it justice. No, and photos won't do it justice. We're definitely not doing it justice. I think this is definitely one of those things that if you've got the ability, you've got to come and see it for yourself. Do it for yourself. It's um, a bucket list ride. Um, one thing, so I, I said before, we're only 10 k's into it, but um, I was kind of worried that it was going to be hard. So far, apart from, apart from a couple of holes, a couple of wee muddy puddles, the bikes are looking dusty but not muddy. It's not hard. Yeah, like it's challenging. Um, I've definitely been bottoming out the suspension a lot on the rally. Um, but other than that, it's been pretty hunky-dory. Um, like it's, yeah, just been challenging and remembering the, the basic off-road knowledge I have and you putting it to use. Yeah, for sure. It's been an absolutely epic ride so far. And <laughs> we're, t- we're taking group photos, good. All right, we'll leave it at that. Uh, we'll get back onto the trails and, um, and, and talk again soon. Hey, Ben, spectacular lookout where we are right now, right? Oh, I don't think you could find a better place for, to park some motorbikes up and see a mountain. What have we done about? I'm going to guess 10 k's. How are you feeling? Yeah, pretty good. It's um, all been pretty cruisy so far, but I'll say that so far because apparently the tricky nudgery bits are coming up. <laughs> the um, R80GS doing well? Oh, she's a beauty. She's not a lean, lithe mountain goat like some of the bikes here, but she's more of a walrus just like bouncing through, <laughs> forcing its way through. Nice one. Should we, should we get back on the road? 
10 to 12 now, and the sun is beating down. Uh, we've done 37 k since we left the Comet, or the fuel stop this morning, so we must be about halfway through the 40-second traverse. Matt, you and I both had problems on that hill climb. Yeah, she was good fun, wasn't she? <laughs> Fucking tiring. So we wound our way down a hill, uh, a few wee steps, a couple of water crossings. I had fun in them. Um, and then uh, who was in the lead? I think Jock was already up the hill. Uh, ben was leading. Ben just went straight up on the um, R80GS, Ben. Yeah, I just um, got a very tractable motor and a good back tyre and just got a, carried a tiny bit of momentum across the little slippery bridge bit, uh, the little um, uh, centre uh, rise, and then just trickled on up and gave it a bit of a squirt near the top just to keep momentum. What is it, about a 20 metre climb? Yeah, pro- yeah, probably about that, 20, 30 metres. Matt was next in line. Yeah, it's, I was fine, Ben. I thought I was doing all right, and then um, my front wheel started coming up, and I l- lost my momentum. raucous power. Oh, yeah. yeah, didn't know I had wheelie power, to be honest. Um, when you're on a, what, 45-degree <laughs> angle nearly... Um, but yeah, had plenty of freaking traction in the back and just not enough weight on the front and lost my momentum and um, yeah, ended up with Jock helping me push my bike up the hill. So. Yeah, manhandled it up. Yeah, I think I got maybe, what, halfway up the hill when we pushed it the rest of the way? Yeah, then it started to dig itself in. Yeah, I was still in first gear as well, which wasn't helping in retrospect. But You did a better job than me. I got to the bottom of the hill and in classic race style went, fuck yeah, I'm going to own this hill <laughs> uh, and, and got nowhere to start with. Pushed it back down the hill and then had another go, got what? third of the way up it was the classic um, Kiwi phrase you were like yeah nah <laughs> <laughs> exactly so um, yeah a couple of guys i got to thank I, I think I owe them a beer um, they dragged my bike up the hill uh, and we've been up here sunning ourselves and chilling ever since um, there'll be photos on social media no there probably won't be actually but we had to drag the Ural up the hill yeah, that was hard work. Burnt its clutch, clutch a wee bit. Is it working now? It overheated the clutch. It's cooling down now, and it seems to be have a little bit of bite, so we might not have to get the helicopter in yet yeah. or have the Tenere as the tow tug. <laughs> ain't ain't going to be the Tenere towing. It's going to be the, the um, Africa Twin. It's got enough cubic capacity to, uh, to drag something, surely. <laughs> yeah, I'm well. Um, if anyone can do it, Jock can do it. Or maybe Todd, because uh, his, his display of riding prowess um, <laughs> up the hill. On the Baron. On the Red Baron. Um, he, he almost snatched defeat from the jaws of victory four times on the way up. <laughs> it looked cool. It, it did look wild. And, and Jock, Jock was going, hill? What? Is it, is it a hill? Is it coming up soon or something? Yeah, he turned around and came back and he was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Yeah, but that man's a freak on two wheels. He was sitting in the bush just watching. Right, looks like we're gearing up to go again. Well, it's just gone one o'clock, and I can confirm that I'm rooted. Are you, mate? I'm ready to go again. Are you? Yeah, I'd do that again in a heartbeat. Right back. We could. I don't want to do it alone, though. That's the one thing. I'm assuming we're by the amount of two-wheel drive cars here that we're pretty much at the end. Yeah, this is the end of it, and the... The famous, what, Ofunga Bridge? Uh, going over the, I think it's the Whakapapa River. Um, beautiful. Actually, there's an information thing on the other side. We could walk over there if we could be bothered. <clears throat> Get all the hot bits at the end. The, uh, you reckon it would be easier going the other way? I don't remember going down too many really steep hills, but I remember going up that one that we both got stuck on. Yeah, I reckon it would be just as hard, if not harder, going the other way. Uh, Do you reckon? Yeah, it was just those water crossings. And um, that last water crossing with the log at the... Um, 
exit lip. Um, the hill exiting that was pretty steep and the ruts were pretty deep. Um, I reckon it would have been, it would probably be more challenging to go the other way. A lot more traffic than I expected. Four-wheel drives, quads, a couple of push bikes. Yeah, the push bikes haven't caught up to us yet. They overtook us a couple of times. Yeah, they got sick of us, I think. Uh, yeah, no, only the one lot of four-wheel drives from memory, and they'd all pulled off on the other side of the um, on either side of the trail. Uh, that was pretty good. Like looking on the dock website, you're technically only meant to do it the direction we did it. It's technically a single-way track, but obviously a lot of people don't go on the dock website before it. So um, no, bloody like I'm glad I took that off. I think that we should make this a yearly thing. That's the thing. You say something's going to be yearly, and you'll never do it again. Don't say that. Um, I'm not too proud to admit that I have dropped the T7 twice. Once. Does it count if you're not moving though? Well, I, would, I was moving. I'd just come to a, a, st- a standstill, and uh, I couldn't couldn't get my foot on the ground fast enough. Yeah. I, my pants were sweaty, and they were clinging to me, and I had restricted movement, and I just had to drop it. Yeah, that's your excuse you're rolling with, all right? No, that's, that's 100% God's honest truth. But the other one um, was just not enough talent, not enough grip in the rear wheel. Yeah, I had like, I came off my bike because it wanted to... Um, end over on me. I had too much grip in the rear wheel and not enough weight on the front on that really steep hill we were sticking at. Um, but that's the only time I came off the bike, but the bike never went fully down, because uh, it's light. I'm really appreciating that on uh, this trail. Um, what, 157 kilograms, I've got spare tubes and levers and um, Todd's smashed up drink bottle, because we're tidy Kiwis and when we find rubbish on the trail we pick it up. Um, no, I thoroughly enjoyed that, right? So that is the 40-second traverse. Um, final thoughts on that before we uh, carry on to something else, Matt? Oh, it's fantastic. Like, you got to be a bit wary around the corners. I was going a bit slower than everyone else just because I was thinking there's going to be someone coming around the corner to try and take me out. But, um, no, really nice, challenging ride. Beautifully challenging ride. Um, that's basically my first proper adventure ride, I'd say. I've done gravel roads in that. I've done nothing anywhere near that. I think I counted four or five river crossings, stream crossings. Um, and only two decent ones. Yeah. And well, it was just stunning. You could have drunk that water. It looked that clear. And they were, what, halfway up the wheel? Nothing too serious? Nothing to uh, write... Oh, something to write home about. Something to take photos of, but nothing nothing too crazy. Yeah, I wish I took, we'd stopped to take more photos and taken it at a bit of a leisurely place. We knocked it off in under three hours, uh, where the dock website says it should take about five. Oh, wow. <laughs> There was, I saw Dean and um, Noel taking some photos, so there were people videoing and taking photos. We'll get all that up on the Facebook page and um, the Instagram as well. Search Kiwi Rider Podcast and Kiwi Rider. Uh, I think Instagram is Kiwi Rider Mag. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll carry on and we'll see what else comes out. Thanks very much to, uh, to Motomac, Motomuck for um, supporting us for the series. Uh, great Rides of New Zealand. I think I've bent my exhaust, but uh, I'll definitely be keen to get a, get some motormuck on that machine because it's getting quite muddy and dusty and grubby. I know motormuck's good, but it's not going to take a dent out of the exhaust. <laughs> but you've had a good time, though. Yeah, no, I've had a great time, and I, I, I'm stoked with the um, Outback Motortech uh, crash cage. If I didn't have that, the crash bars on there, uh, there'd be a lot, a lot more marks on my bike. Uh, it, was, it was only low-speed um, uh, trip-overs and couldn't get your leg off the seat and... Uh, what happens amateur stuff 224 and we've just finished Fishers as well Matt yeah Fishers track um, I was looking at it the other day um, on I think it's the Adventure Riding New Zealand website and uh, I was thinking oh that looks alright that looks sounds like it might be a bit of fun um, it was 
Rosie's a bit muddier, uh, including the Barkbusters. But um, yeah, I think there was more mud on Fishers than there was on the Forty Second. Yeah, it was definitely like, it was just as challenging in places. Uh, some of those little streamy um, mud bogs he had to cross. That's what undid me. I ended up in one of those and. I don't know, something happens when I go near ruts and all of a sudden I, I go in one angle and I come out completely different and in a completely different rut. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was one I rolled over and I come out sideways. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. Now, I'm, I'm feeling the tiredness and making silly mistakes, so I just slowed right down. Yeah, I was starting to get there as well. I'm glad I got my can of Coke now just to refresh me a wee bit. Uh, but, yeah, just... My clutch control was going well, and my gear selection, I didn't, wasn't even, never in the right gear coming over the Fishers, so I was like, yeah, getting tired, looking forward to getting back and having a beer or something. And Fishers is kind of a, um, a bonus track, because the, um, the one we were actually here to do was the 42nd, which, uh, well, since it's the first of our four must-do rides of New Zealand, thanks mm. to Motormark, um, I guess we've got to put that right at the very top of the leaderboard. Yeah, oh, heck yeah. Um, I don't know, are we counting, counting a leaderboard as we go, are we? Um, definitely a must-do, especially if you've got an adventure bike. Like, what's the range here? We've got Rosie, the 250 Rally, uh, a DR350, a XR600R, which is really fucking cool, I like that. Um, all the way up, KTM 790, uh, R100GS, R80GS, uh, Africa Twin, uh, 690, uh, not 690 Adventure, 690 Enduro. Um, yeah. And, and the, the Tenere 700. Yeah, and the Kagiva. And the Kagiva, which, which just looks like a jelly bean on wheels. Yeah, it's an interesting looking bike. I think it's quite cool though, but man, its rear tyre's huge. Um, no, it's been bloody awesome, bloody good um, group. We've got a good mix. Old stuff, uh, new stuff, brand new unmodified stuff, reasonably new, reasonably modified stuff, um, and everything made it through. Yeah, except the the sidecar, which I don't think would have fit along Fishers, to be honest. It was quite narrow in places. Um, But yeah, hopefully he got back to the thing with his burnt clutch. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it in front of him, but what actually happened there, he, um, so he was attempting that hill that you and I f- both fell off on. Yeah. Um, he ended up digging out the bottom so yeah, you get the hot sidecar through. Yeah, and um, either he was in two-wheel drive mode, because sidecar, um, or not, but he dug in and then the clutch started slipping and he started burning the clutch. And he wasn't realising that he was burning the clutch. No, until um, everyone's yelling at him to stop. I think I'm, we might have it on video. That was a lot of smoke. Yeah, it didn't smell great either. It was very toxic. Um, but no, it was. That's probably the only oopsie of this entire. Um, like we've fallen off a couple of times, but that's part of adventure riding. That the burnt out clutch is probably the only um, negative of the trip so far. Yeah, uh, Ben Wilkins, editor Kiwi Rider. Uh, we were just talking about uh, top four. Of course, this is the first one we have done, the first episode of four. Um, but later in the season, we're going to be talking. Uh, well, we're going to go with you on your lap of the South Island. Yeah, which um, I've already done. <laughs> yeah, I've already done it, but we haven't released it yet. Can you give us a, a sneak peek? Where did you go? What did you do? Oh, it was a, a best of the best, greatest hits of the passes and gravel roads and so the Hakataramia all around um, the area around Clyde, the Nevis um, even catching a ferry with the bike um, Passenger ferry, not a car ferry Yeah, passenger ferry, <laughs> riding it down the uh, loading ramp um, people videoing, to s- hopefully that we'd fall in and uh, they'd have a YouTube uh, hit sensation <laughs> um, uh, and up the west coast and uh, all being uh, given good hints from 
Gary Williams at the BMW Club. Um, very knowledgeable man about all the all the riding in that area because he's based down there, down near Christchurch. So. Brilliant. So looking forward to hearing that episode. That'll be coming out in a future episode. But this one here, the 42nd Traverse, and as a bonus, uh, bonus track? Fisher's track, yeah. Fisher's track. Yeah. Your thoughts? Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Um, not too taxing. Um, there are a couple of pinch points. Um, but really, just a nice bit of riding with a, with a couple of sandy, gravelly, muddy at the bottom hills. Um, which I found is the gravel roads on either side of the track actually would be more challenging than the track itself. There was some deep gravel there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think I tried to keep away from that. Yeah, oh, I wasn't doing a very good job of it. Um, no. But that's how I was feeling. I was getting tired and I was slowing down my pace. Um, as you should when you, you know, when you realise you're tired, you're well past being tired. Well, yeah, especially on um, on Fisher's track. That was... There's a big drop there. <laughs> if you make a mistake, there are consequences. And you might pay with your life um, if you went off the edge there. I was riding along there thinking, if I lost the bike down here, how would we get it back? You wouldn't, and you probably wouldn't even be bothered about it. You, yeah, plus the farmer probably wouldn't give it back. Uh, you wouldn't get it. It would be stuck in a tree somewhere on a um, 50, 60 degree angle slope. I dropped my bike twice. I have tested out the, um, the bars and I've bent the exhaust. Have you guys uh, suffered any war wounds or patina? No, I don't think so. Um, how about you, uh, Matt? Uh, well, I did fall over on fishes. Um, and after a bit of a mud bog and rut, um, I hate ruts, so I still haven't worked out how to get through them successfully. Um, but may have a couple of scratches on my, my bark buster. I haven't checked my sump plug to see how if that managed to contact, but I hit some big things with my bash plate. Oh, my bash plate, it's like a gong. Every time I hit a rock, it goes dong. <laughs> it's a big, beefy piece of metal there, right? I think they get thrown out, thrown out of the tread on the front tyre and kicked up, and then they hit it. And that's when you get your big bang. And I get the same on the BMW because you've got that casing on the front. Rocks come off and go crunch, ting, ting, ting. <laughs> yeah, I've got the same. Um, it was a sh- nice shiny bike, but now it's um, rather dusty. Uh, it's ridden. It is ridden, and so is Rosie. Yeah, oh yeah, Rosie's been well ridden. <laughs> no, it was great, and so I had those new tyres. So glad I put the new Chinko tyres on there. Uh, yeah, how did they go? Um, very confidence-inspiring. I would have been utterly screwed if I left the Avons on there, I think, or I would have been falling down much, much more. Um, you would have been in my boat. Yeah, I probably would have been up and down no, like a yo-yo with the Avons. That would have been worse, and uh, especially yeah. that uh, big sandy um, hill, yeah. you'd have had no grip up there. Oh, yeah, I'd have no Nothing. show. Uh, we would have been using the, the winch for my little bike because I wouldn't have gotten anywhere. Uh, no, very confidence-inspiring. It's nice to have front-end feel as well when you're on the gravel because you don't when you've got road tyres um, and now I've been having good fun starting to kick out the rear a little bit having a bit of fun and you were pedalling along really quite nicely um, oh, thank you. when I was following you uh, on the gravel after Fisher's track you were really looking very tidy oh thanks I didn't feel tidy I was winding myself back I was going nice don't don't be stupid you don't want to break your pan- uh, not panniers not wearing panniers uh, don't want to break your fairings or anything yeah particularly fairings though because Got to get them out of Thailand, and they're two hundred bucks a side. Uh, so, um, anything either of you wish you had? The 
300cc engine. <laughs> Just that little bit more oomph to keep up with you guys on that road section. No. Yeah, that was that was pretty quick. No, I was pretty happy. Um, the, the old ni- 1992 uh, 80GS is trucking along. It's really quite capable um, if you're prepared to throw it at things. It, uh, it, it's, it's done everything I've asked of it. Nice. Well, that's our first episode of our four uh, great rides of New Zealand. Thanks to Muddermark if you had a dirty weekend or hit the 40-second traverse and picked up some mud. Pick up yourself uh, some Muddermark, muddermark.co.nz or your local motorcycle retailer uh, and take the effort out of cleaning your motorcycle. That's for sure. Spray it on, have a beer, and then just spray it off. You don't even need a water blaster, just a hose would do. Um, I've got to get some more. Um, yeah, I ran out quite a while ago and it's a pain in the butt to use the Yelps brush. Um, it just never gets it quite right. Uh, plus I'm lazy and I have two tiny children, so I'm going to go to Ripco and buy me some by the big bucket. I guess it's just time for one more post-mortem on how my bike, the T7, uh, feared on the 40-second traverse, because let's face it, there was no damage done on anything else. Fishers was fine, a few slippery bits, but never dropped the bike, but... Um, 40 second traverse, yeah, dropped that bike twice. And I've never dropped a road bike ever. I've never dropped a road bike on the road. I can say that, but no. Uh, so I've just cleaned up the bike using uh, spectacular stuff from Muddermuck, the pink stuff. Uh, no dramas, no effort, just spray it on, uh, time for a beer, and then spray it off. I used a pressure sprayer, but you could probably get away with the hose. And that's when we revealed the scratches on the muffler, which is also slightly bent. Um, It's the widest part of the back end of the bike, and it's probably actually the widest part of the bike entirely is that muffler. Uh, So that's slightly tweaked in, a little bit closer to the swing arm, but still a bit of clearance. Um, But the the painted black bit down near where the pipe joins the bottom of the muffler, that's uh, quite scratched up. Uh, A couple of big gouges on the crash bars on the right-hand side where I dropped it. Uh, A few scratches and a gouge on the hand grip, the right hand, sorry, the uh, hand guard, right-hand hand guard, and the back of the right-hand mirror has a few scratches on it as well. Nothing irreplaceable, it hasn't damaged the bike, the bike is still perfectly fine, it's just used now. (laughs) Which, uh, well, it's what happens when you play with your toys, right? Things happen, so I'm pretty stoked about that. And Motormark has done its job and the bike is spick and span again. Check out Facebook page for all the images and Instagram, of course, as well. Just search Kiwi Rider Podcast. I've been Ray, he's been Matt, he's been Ben. Thanks very much for listening. If you want to get hold of us, email us, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz or you can get hold of us through the Instagram or Facebook, as I mentioned before, as well. Love to hear your stories from your summer rides and if you've done the 42nd uh, Traverse or you've done Fishers or any of the other tracks around the country, do let us know, get hold of us. We'd love to have conversation and chat about that as well uh, this has been Kiwi Rider Podcast keep the rubber side down throttle on and we'll catch you in seven days time Kiwi Rider